Hello, everyone, and welcome to the introduction episode of The Occasional Barista. My name is Chris, and today we're going to just be going over quickly who's this voice you're hearing in your head right now. Uh, You're not going crazy. This is a podcast, and telling you exactly what this podcast is about, what our goals of this platform is, and really what you guys should expect in terms of when you listen to us, just me as well as the certain guests I bring from the coffee industry, really what we're trying to portray to you guys and what we're hoping that you guys get from this podcast. Um, Starting off with Who's the Voice? Again, my name's Chris. I started off as a lowly peon in the coffee world of barista, slowly worked my way up to becoming the director of coffee over at Aosa Coffee, um, this small little multi-roaster down in Huntington Beach, and worked my way up all the way up to managing that shop with the managers, uh, well, owners per se, for a little bit. And now, of course, I'm doing this. But through my time of running the coffee program, I really got to meet and work with some fantastic people, people who by far are in the industry because they have a great passion for this. It's not like something that, you know, they were forced into. They've chosen this path in coffee and to really kind of break it down that coffee really isn't this, you know, entry-level job that a lot of people assume it is and trying to break some of those stereotypes and boundaries that we run into. Uh, And that's, again, one of the reasons why majority of my guests are going to be baristas. I will, of course, bring on some of the roasters that I've made contacts with just to hear their own stories and how they got into coffee themselves. But really, I'm really hoping that this podcast is a way and a platform for baristas, at least starting off with in the OC area, can really start telling their own stories because I feel a lot of the time they get overlooked or they're not paid enough attention to for a job that really makes a difference in people's lives. And to kind of break it down for um, the people listening, I got into coffee because it really was one of those things where (laughs) I was stuck uh, after schools and after I was doing running practice at the time in high school. Obviously, you can't drive until you get your license or even a permit. So um, unfortunately, my parents are very hardworking. Wow, what a shame. But very hardworking, and they couldn't um, pick me up until pretty late in the afternoon, way further past my practice time ended. So I'd be stuck going over to the Starbucks that was across the street from my high school. And I know what many of you guys are thinking, and as well as what my friends used to tell me, uh, just order like an ice water, just sit down, the, the people behind the bar don't really care. But for me, I felt horrible if I was just kind of sitting there and loitering inside the Starbucks themselves. So I always ensured, I was like, you know what, if I'm going to use their free Wi-Fi as well as like the AC when it was hot or the heater when it got cold, I want to make sure that I at least give them some money, you know, so I can sit guilt-free. And I'll never forget that when I was there, the only... uh, I'm sorry if you guys can hear this too. There's some major construction going down behind me, but I'm going to keep trying to push through this is it was a buck 85 for the cheapest thing on the menu is like what they called freshly brewed coffee. And 
by any means necessary. I, I don't even know if it was freshly brewed because it was in the middle of the afternoon. And now being in the industry, I know most of the time that's not too fresh, but um, it was freshly brewed coffee, tall, because they don't have smalls over there, uh, you know, because they're true Italian traditionalists so over there at Starbucks. But it was a tall, freshly brewed Buck 85 coffee. And like most people, obviously they ask, oh, do you want any room with it? Obviously being nervous, a kid, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll take room. I don't even know what that means. Um, yeah, I wasn't the brightest, but anyways, get some room, try a sip once it cooled down from its insanely hot, you know, scolding of the tongue. Honestly, I probably couldn't taste much anyways, but I knew for a fact it was one of the most bitter things I've ever tasted in my life. And I was like, yeah, uh, I'm glad I got room so I can douse this thing with creamer and sugar packets when I go to the little condiment stand or station. And it really was through this process because I became a pretty serious runner, wound up running in um, college, but uh, of forcing myself to try this thing that I absolutely hated. I couldn't stand the taste of coffee before, but again, I did have necessity of having a roof over my head. Wow. You know, you know, first world struggles right here, you know, for a roof over my head as I had to wait for my parents who are working hard. But, um, it was one of those things where it just I had to keep trying this dang coffee day after day after day. And because I'm lactose intolerant, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm lactose intolerant, of course, but I was lactose intolerant. So I had to get rid of the creamer. And because again, I was getting really serious into running sugar is like one of the first things that you have to give up. Uh, so I started giving up the sugar packets and it was because of that painstaking process day after day that I finally managed to tolerate. I wouldn't say I was necessarily enjoying it, but I could tolerate the taste of coffee. And it's always this terminology that you hear like of an acquired taste. Normally it's at like attributed towards cuisines or more interesting food choices that you might not see from the area you're in. Um, but I always thought it, it, what a weird phenomenon, you know, acquiring a taste. Like you're going from this whole idea of it's something different or after you tried it something weird you know not normal to your daily life or daily um intake you know or at least your palate's clearly not used to it and you're slowly enjoying that flavor that you were so against and that to me is really what kind of starts that snowball effect of you truly not just acquiring a taste. I feel like many of times, once you acquire a certain flavor, you go above and beyond. You fall in love with that. And for me, it really was that beginning of tolerating that bitterness of coffee. And it really primed me for when I eventually went to Australia um, to go drop off my sister Again, I'm sorry for going on another tangent, but to drop off my sister for uh, her study abroad program, um, I got to go to Australia, and I was so thankful for that trip because I would never forget I was sitting uh, with my family because we had to get lunch in the Australian Sydney Harbor right there, and there's a small little shop that we went to visit just for a quick bite to eat, and 
I was so proud of myself at that point because I was like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, sophomore, probably junior in high school trying to, you know, oh, I'm an adult now. I'm almost 18. And I am so mature that I can drink black coffee. So why don't I show my family how much I've grown? So I go and after we eat, the waiter comes back and he's like, oh, is there anything else that you guys would like? Any like desserts or whatever? And obviously we're on a trip. Trips are all about food. Yeah, yeah, we'll take like a tiramisu or whatever. I don't even know what it was anymore. But I was like, I knew for a fact, I was like, I want a drip coffee black. And I was like, so smug, like the smuggest grin on my face as I was like, you know, I'm an adult now. And I kid you not, I was in utter shock when the guy looked at me, dead face, like straight deadpan look, and he told me, what is a drip coffee? And I was like, what do you mean what's a drip coffee? And I just started sitting there in my head thinking, I was like, is this guy messing with me? Like, I can't tell. And I was like, you know, uh, a regular coffee? And he's like, I know what you said. What is regular coffee? Like, what are you asking of me? And I couldn't, I couldn't fathom how this guy doesn't understand what I'm asking. I'm like, this is a daily, you could go to McDonald's and go to and order yourself a drip coffee. I was like, go anywhere in the world, really like Folgers, throw some like, you know, instant coffee in there. That's basically a drip coffee. I just couldn't understand. And it was to my own dismay that my family was enjoying this whole charade because obviously later on I soon looked back on that moment and the waiter was clearly messing with me. And he basically, we wind up on this agreement that I just want a coffee and I'll never forget how he described it because he says, oh, so you want a coffee without the blah, blah, blah. And I just was like, yes, I want the coffee without the blah, blah, blah. So defeated. I can't tell you how defeating that is from being so high up on this pedestal of, oh, in my head, I'm, I'm an adult to being, you know, absolutely made a fool out of. Um, but it was remarkable because what he brought to me, and now I know what it is, he brought to me in Australia, for those of you who might not be... Um, like you might not know already in regards to Australian coffee culture or just some of their um, culture in general, they have a drink over there called a long black. And a long black is eerily similar to an Americano. And if you don't know what Americano is, it's basically two shots of espresso over some hot water. And the way they serve it over there is they give you this cup that I swear it looks like this just filled to the brim full of espresso and it was so rich and had this beautiful aroma like that was coming off of this thing that just smelled like almost like an almond croissant that's the type of sweetness I was getting from it and he brings it down with another hot pitcher like a kettle of uh, water like a personal sized kettle of hot water and now I know it's so you can dial it back down if it's too strong for you if you want a little bit more water you pour a little more water in your mug but again I just wanted a regular drip coffee I didn't know you had to do all this fancy thing over there um, so I of course downed the thing because it tasted so good and uh, I've never been high in my life before um, to some of you guys, that might be a surprise, but 
um, for those of you who know me. Um, but it was really one of those things where I've never been high before, but I swear to you, that was as close as I could get to uh, an out-of-body experience slash feeling of high. And this is what I picture my friends or whatever when they were smoking weed, this was going through their heads because it was like the whole rest of the world slowed down. And I was just moving so much faster. And it was like, you know, I don't know how to describe it. It was, it was almost like I'm the flash or something. And I was just like, everything was slow. And I could see everything so more clearly. It's like that scene in Limitless when he takes the pill and everything's, you know, so much brighter. But now I'm exaggerating a little bit. But it really was this great experience of just being on this insane caffeine rush, really, because I at max drink a cup of coffee a day. And for me, I was probably that combination of not having a lot of caffeine before, in addition to being jet lagged, really combined into this out of body experience. But the thing that really I took away from this was coffee that tasted so different than anything I've ever had before. And it's not like I was drinking a ton of coffee before, but I was at that point now where I was like, oh, we're at a restaurant or something. I'll try a cup of coffee or, oh, you know, I'll go to Starbucks and get a cup of coffee now. And it was past the point of I'm just drinking this thing and kind of suffering through it because I can now tolerate the taste to something I was, wow, that was actually really, that was an enjoyable experience, you know. I actually really enjoyed the flavor of something that I really hated. And again, to try to go for full circle, hopefully, and tie back into the idea of acquiring a taste, this is really what sparked it for me. It was this idea of why is it that all of a sudden this cup of coffee was the difference? Is it just because I'm in a new environment? Is it just because I'm in Australia? Is it just because I was like so sleep deprived that my body was like, think you know, thank the heavens that I can now have some caffeine in it. But it really was that weird, like, just blank curiosity of just not knowing, you know, the curiosity of the unknown, really, of why is it now that my body is actually enjoying this, that I can, the, my palate actually wants more of this stuff, this, this, bitter earth water that I used to think of it as is now something quite enjoyable. And again, I think a lot of people have this same experience. And it's really something that sparked me on that journey again, of really pushing myself to find out what made that difference. So as soon as I hit the States, I looked up tons of places. Oh, where can I find a long black? I want to go and try another long black. Do we even have long black in the States? And of course that snowballed into me finding what, oh, what is specialty coffee? I never knew there's specialty coffee existed. Okay. What's the difference between specialty coffee and a Starbucks? Or why is it that my local shop, that was like around the corner of my street, like I've never even knew that place existed. Why don't I go give them a try? But that's that's really my story of how I like just started my first steps into what I now know is quite a large industry. And really, there's a whole world that I never even knew existed that happens. And it sounds like um, so, you know, I don't know, like not unbelievable, but so weird of a thing to say about coffee, you know, because society has this, 
you know, preconception in about coffee and, and the people who work in it as these, you know, beard, bearded hipsters with aprons and stuff and tattoos. But, and I'm not saying there aren't baristas out there that have those things, but it's crazy to me that we've put everyone in this, you know, small shoebox of fit, you know, design. And this is, this is all that these people can be when in reality, man, I've, I've met so many people throughout my times within the industry that, I really am excited to share their stories with you and hopefully really kind of give the respect and understanding of how crazy it is that, you know, I mean, take espresso, for example, if you're more than a second off of like stopping or being misdialed, uh, if you put even just like a few point like a tenth of a gram of extra coffee and can completely change this shot that you get. And as a customer, even, I think that's crazy because you guys, like most people probably didn't even know that it can make that big of a difference. And that just shows you that these people do have some bit of a weird talent or skill that I feel is very underappreciated. And again, um, Our main goal through this whole platform of the Occasional Barista is truly to give those baristas just a platform where they can speak about their own experiences and hopefully get a little bit more, you know, respect, Um, even if it's just for some people like, wow, I never even knew that there was coffee besides Starbucks because, again, I was right there. And for me, it totally opened a whole new world for me and a more, like, honestly, like, again, brighter world. It's just way more enjoyable. I get, it's almost like if people get into wines or micro brews or beer and everything, it's honestly on the same wavelength as that same thought process. So I really hope that the main takeaway that you will get and that most people will get through this podcast is just maybe the next time you're in a shop don't not like please do not be like afraid to ask your barista questions or really kind of challenge what you think of the coffee world as of right now like really challenge yourself to put yourself out there try something new try a new drink always a great question to ask is to baristas really is hey like what's your favorite drink and before they just say something, and why? Like, why is it your favorite drink? So I know going into it, this is what I'm expecting. You know, a lot of people will say that, and baristas will be like, oh, I just love straight espresso. But then clearly, if you've ever had espresso and you're not really into coffee, you're like, wow, you really like that concentrated dirt water? That's good for you. But it's really the why part that a lot of people are not going that extra step to understand why it is we like espresso maybe more than a drink with milk or why some baristas might prefer milk drinks. But again, I really hope that you guys enjoy the stories. And again, we'll, we'll go even further and do, you see, it's like bartending really. You see so many different people from all walks of life as a barista. And trust me, there is 
plenty of the stories that you probably, you know, think of when you think of working as a barista um, and stories that you can't even imagine has happened. So I really hope you guys enjoy and I'll try to keep these podcasts, um, you know, recording these podcasts as close as I can to a weekly basis. But for any other news about when future episodes are coming out or any more information about what the Occasional Barista is up to, please, please, please go follow us on Instagram at the Occasional Barista. We're getting the website up so you can go and there'll be stories of even my story typed out for you there if you missed anything. And as always, um, check on our YouTube page. Again, the Occasional Barista. We're hoping to eventually start posting um, once this whole pandemic's over, really in-person interviews. It's so much better that way. We can enjoy coffee together. Um, and we'll always are working to get out, uh, some tutorials even on how to brew stuff at home. If you have any more ideas about what we should talk about here, again, please either comment or DM us on the occasional barista. We would love to hear it. And for now, Please, everyone, stay safe out there and have a great rest of your day.